Gentlemen, the Flex Network is live once again for our NFL Week in Review show. And my, oh my, what a week in the NFL. We got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to look forward to. But let's let's not do any of that quite yet. Let's go ahead and move to my counterpart over here, none other than the snowman who, for all of my uh, audio listeners in the house, we have Snowman with a paper bag over his head with the eyes cut out, and it says, I'm never picking Cincinnati again because Cincinnati is zero wins, two losses, and one tie. WTF, they tied with the Philadelphia Eagles, which is absolutely hilarious. Snow. Snow, snow, snow. Tell the people what's going on. Oh, my God. For the love of Mike, guys, I, I, I don't know what it is. For three weeks, I, I, my head has just been, you know, back to where the Cincinnati Bengals, like the Andy Dalton Cincinnati Bengals, where this would be a team that you know, would lead, you know, maybe get, you know, would pull out a victory somewhere and, or maybe just come back and pull out a victory somewhere or just do something that would give me some hope with the Cincinnati Bengals team that would make a playoff appearance. But for some reason, that's not happening because for three straight weeks, I picked them to win. And they shank it so bad. And for two of them, it was a loss. And then this past week, it was a tie. Why? <laughs> oh, man. Oh. It's okay. It's okay, Help Snow. Me. We got uh, Ryan E. Honda Fields. Thanks for joining the show. He says they've been competing, no lie. Okay. Well, Which they have. They've been yeah. in the games that they've played. They're not getting absolutely blown out. So, um, Snow, it's all right, man. You can go ahead and take the bag off I, now. We're all right. We I, can come back home. I, I feel like the like where I'm supposed to be with the Cincinnati pick is I'm in Cincinnati and I'm with the fans. Yeah, that is exactly yeah. how they feel most. But you know years. what? You know what the you know what the best thing about this whole thing is is that 
I I I'm not a Cincinnati fan of heart, so I can just as easily just leave this place and see you later. Because I'm back, back in the in studio that. now. Okay, so uh, Alex Torres, what's up? Thanks for joining the show. I appreciate you joining the show tonight. A um, couple things real quick. Uh, find us on Twitter at the Flex Network One. Find us on Facebook. That's how some of you are watching. Uh, Facebook page, uh, uh, the Flex Network on Facebook. Just click that like button, click that follow button, all that good stuff. You'll get all of our updates. All anytime we go live, anytime we do this thing, we we do it there. Um, so let's keep it moving. Snow, what do you say we kind of move into a little bit of a uh, recap for the week? I'm just going to kind of run through the games real quick. There's there's a couple of games we're obviously going to talk about, but but let me run through the scores for anyone who missed anything. Dolphins yeah. 31, Jags 13. They take care of the Jags pretty easily. Uh, Gardner Minshew was he kind of struggled because he didn't have any type of downfield threat. He was he still had 275 yards through pick whatever. Um, Move on. Uh, Seahawks take care of the Cowboys 38 to 31. Two teams with no defense. Uh, Dak Prescott, 472 yards, three touchdowns. Russell Wilson, five touchdowns. Actually has 15 uh, or 14 uh, touchdown passes through the first three weeks of the season, which is a new NFL record, by the way. Um, so Seahawks get the win there. <laughs> Uh, Bears take care of the Falcons, 30-26. Falcons blow another one. Who would have guessed? Um, Rams lose to the Bills, 35-32, to late in the game on a controversial um, pass interference call. Uh, the Browns take care of the Washington, whatchamacallits, 34-20. to Dwayne Haskins uh, didn't look too bad. A lot of incompletions. Uh 21 for 37, 224, and two touchdowns. Nick Chubb went over 100 yards with two touchdowns. Uh, Titans take care of the Vikings, 31 to 30. Um, Dalvin Cook was the story of this game. 22 carries, 181 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, let's see. Patriots take care of the Raiders, 36 to 20. Derek Carr, 24 for 32, 261, and two touchdowns. Pretty efficient game for for Mr. Derek Carr there. Sony Michelle goes nine carries for 117. Let's see. 49ers basically had a practice. They played the Giants, beat them 36 to 9. Uh Daniel Jones looked terrible. Uh Nick Mullins, 25 for 36, 343 yards and a touchdown. And the LOL moment of the week belongs to the Bengals and the Eagles. 23 to 23 tie um just laughable all the way around tyler boyd had 10 catches for 125 you know what the worst thing about this whole laugh this is gonna even more make this more of a laughable moment because there was a moment last week during our picks and i have the clip for everyone and you know what for some reason 
making the pick during the Arizona and the Detroit Lions pick. Something unexpected happened that I couldn't believe came out of my mouth. But let's go back. We, I would not be surprised again if we get another tie somewhere. I'm saying somewhere. Maybe one, you know, maybe one this week, maybe sometime in the near future. But we're, we'll probably get a, a tie somewhere. Maybe one of our picks will be a tie. I'm just throwing out there because we've had weird, we've had weird moments. Oh, look who's here. Cam, you know, before you start going, let, I need to reset this whole stage for you because. No, we're, last, we're not going to oh, replay that. Listen, but Cam, do you remember no, not, last not week when. Listen, we're talking Philadelphia, Cincinnati right now. Oh God! Do you remember last week? Do you remember last week when Snow said during the Arizona game we were picking? He said, "I just have this weird feeling in my gut that we might see a tie somewhere this week." He did. He called. He called. What the? And he said, "Exactly." Matt chiming in. So. Snow hit it right on the head as we're getting into these recaps, and I'm uh, getting through these recaps. We were just talking Cincinnati and Philly tying 23 to 23 in overtime. Um, I'm Steelers. Sorry, man. I'm sorry. No, yeah, <laughs> he's he's a uh, yeah he's he's a little hurt, <laughs> but yeah. Let, let let me move through these uh, the rest of these games real quick. Uh, Steelers take care of the Texans 28-21. Deshaun Watson was 19 for 27, 264 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, the Colts take care of the Jets 36-7. to uh, Jonathan Taylor had 13 carries, 59 yards, and a touchdown. Phillip Rivers was 17 for 21, 217, and a touchdown. Uh, then we go Panthers beat the chargers 21 to 16, Justin Herbert, 35 for 49, almost 50 passing attempts, 330 yards, uh, and one touchdown bucks take care of the Broncos 28 to 10 Tom Brady, 297 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, the lions beat the Cardinals in a, in a surprise oh upset 26 wow. to 23, Kyler Murray, 23 for 35, 272 touchdowns. I'm pretty sure uh, Kyler Murray threw like three interceptions in this game, which is the most Lions thing ever. They get three turnovers and only win by three. Um, <laughs> uh, I just want to say uh, shout out to Jeff Okuda, South Grand Prairie product. He got an interception off Kyler Murray, so that is dope. That's a Texas on Texas crime right there. Um, so uh, Sunday night football, we roll on Packers 37 over uh, 37 to 30 over the Saints. Drew Brees, uh, 288 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, they're really missing Michael Thomas still. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers passes for 283 yards and three touchdowns, and the G Green Bay Packers managed to stay undefeated. Alan Lazard, the unsung hero of the week, six catches for 146 and a touchdown. Then we move to Monday Night Football. The mm -hmm. Chiefs take care of the Ravens 34-20. to 20. Uh Pat Mahomes throws for 385 and four touchdowns. Lamar Jackson has nine carries for 83 yards and 97 yards passing <laughs> the whole day. Um, I thought this was a chance for 
the uh, the the Ravens to really kind of stake their claim in the AFC and prove that they belong. But Lamar right. Jackson himself even said after the game that the Chiefs are his are the Ravens' kryptonite, and it seems to be that way right now. Um, so yeah, you know the, the a lot of crazy things happened this week. We 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 hit on Cincinnati. We hit on Philly. Cam, give us your thoughts on the LOL moment of the week, which is the Cincinnati Philly game, and just how much you're loving watching Philly struggle. Go ahead, tell us. <laughs> um, basically, Carson Wentz is everything I told y'all uh, that I thought he was. Um, he's a turnover machine. I, I'm not sure what defense he's reading. Uh, he looks terrible. Um, and then the fact that they get the ball and then they don't go for the win in, in the overtime, you don't go for the win on fourth down. Doug, I, I mean, like, some of this is on Carson Wentz. Some of this is on Doug Peterson. Um, and I just believe – I told Eagle fans this. When Frank Reich left to Indianapolis, that that decision would matter because Frank Reich played a huge part in their Super Bowl win, the Eagles Super Bowl win. <clears throat> and it's obviously showing, like – it's showing, man. Without without Frank right there, Carson Wentz looks pedestrian. And I think Doug Peterson's really great at coaching Nick Foles. Like I think I just think that though they're two di- there are two different types of quarterbacks in that situation with that coach. And it man, I don't know what they're gonna do with Carson Wentz. Good you know, God. and I, and I'm totally I'm totally down with that because uh that whole idea is interesting because Look at look at Indianapolis right now. You have a guy in Phillip Rivers who looked horrendous his last year with the Chargers, right? Led the league in interceptions. Mm-hmm. The 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 Chargers team was awful. And then you roll into uh, you know, he signs with Indianapolis, and I'm like, dude, this has got dumpster fire all over it. <laughs> but look, but look, look at Frank Reich. Frank Reich has got him going the way that he wants him to go, you know, really taking care of the ball for the most part. He wasn't, he didn't have those high interceptions like he had last year. So this whole situation that we got going is very interesting. Um, And, and so, you know, you, you, you got the Colts taking care of business, but let's go ahead and I'm going to toss it to my man, snowman. Let's break down this Cowboys Seahawks game. The, Two teams with no secondary. Let's go ahead and do it. I'm gonna pass it to Snow first. Snow, give me your thoughts on the game. Just just a few thoughts and uh and just tell me what you thought. You know what? Before we get too far into the Dallas Seattle game, I wanna there's two I have a I have an additional laugh out loud moment of the week, but I want I'm gonna get a little bit to that also. But back to the Cincinnati and Philly game. What Cowboy Cam was going off of with, you know, not going for the win and the fact, well, to a point, but when you have, when your kicking team decides, you know, field goal kicking team decides, <laughs> hey, let's jump off sides and not give our guys, you know, a chance at kicking the, you know, a potential game winning field goal, that kind of gives me this idea of, for instance, if you were to look up all-time bonehead plays, that would be one of them. Oh. 
just bar none, the fact that you don't go for the win. It's like, you know what? We backed up five yards. You know what? Let's let's just test let's the win. I mean, hell, Janikowski has kicked the long. Janikowski has kicked the long ass field goal. It's possible to kick a long ass yeah. field goal. Um, so we try it. The Eagles kicker. Um, I forget his name. He has uh, he has a sixty one yard field goal under his belt. Like he's kicked a sixty one yarder himself. You yes. gotta give him a shot at least. Yes. <laughs> so that was just my little extra last little thing yeah. with the Cincinnati Philly game because when you said that I'm like I need to say that I need to add a little <laughs> emphasis on that because I, that, I got that, that. I saw that thank you right but okay Snow so the- tell me tell me tell me what you thought about Cowboys Seahawks kind of oh. get into that for a second because you know this is there's a lot of Cowboys who watch this show here right yes. we're Seahawks fans obviously we have Seahawks fans that watch this show so so we're tell us <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, it's to, okay. This game, I it was a great game. I will give Dak Prescott. I will give Dak Prescott his due. I'm not going to come out here and say he's a bad <laughs> quarterback. He sucks. He's you know this that. You know what? He is what he's you know he is you know hyped up to be a good quarterback. You know a great quarterback. You know, you throw for 472 yards. That's, some, you know, that's some good arm work out there. 37-57, you drop three touchdowns. I'll give you that. But you also threw two picks. I mean, granted, one of them was at the last neck of desperation in a Russell Wilson-esque, you know, magician-like, get-out-of-dodge, you know, escape-the-sack kind of move, which... I'll give you that, you know, at the last couple seconds in the fourth quarter, trying to get back into this game. But to say the least, your biggest problem was not Dak throwing two picks. I don't even think maybe it was maybe it was a good little bit of coaching, you know, to a point. But the dumb part of this whole thing Speak on it. is the fact you did not give a shred of food to Big Zeke. You know what? You, you let, did I'm not a, let, let him you eat. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish, but I got you. I'm going to let you finish. But because, I, got you. I got something for you. Because just going off of his stats, Zeke running. For a mere 34 yards, and while, yes, there was a touchdown, I'll give you that. But 14 attempts, you got 34 yards. Let, uh, I would have figured, you know what? Maybe the run defense, you know, stepped up on, on the Seahawks, and they stepped up, and they held Zeke to 34 yards. I'll give it that. It was a great game for yeah. defense, and while... Again, see you know the Seahawks defense bend, but they did not break to allow Dallas to climb back into the game, take the lead for a while, and then to come back and score again. But to s- still, it was a good good game for Dallas. I'm not gonna say it was a bad you know bad outing. They look they look shitty or anything. But to say the least, to go up against MVP caliber Russell Wilson, who just let the let the ball fly 
so so pretty just so just so so pretty all around the, the neighborhood except for the one DK Metcalf um, <laughs> that one <laughs> DK Metcalf literally another another for instance if you were to look up all-time bonehead plays that would be the mentality of DK Metcalf just nonchalantly just hey let's go let's just catch and just I got it and poof no hey that's T Diggs for you baby roll but, tide roll but to say the least that play no, did sir. not come back to bite us in the butt as bad as it should have been but He's going to clean that up. DK is going to clean that up. And he was not going to do that again. We can say that, hopefully. But to say the least, MVP, Mr. Russell Wilson right now, who's killing it. Throwing for 27, completed passes for 40, for 315. And not one, not two, not even three, not even four, but five touchdowns. On the day, I, I did. Did I just did I just say five? I I said a five, a yeah. five, a five, a five, and a five, five touchdowns, baby. <laughs> He's just throwing them ball. Is your finish or is your done? <laughs> no, let let me let me pick it up here for a second because I want to I want to talk about a couple of things. Okay, <laughs> let you know DK Metcalf obviously channeled his inner Deshaun Jackson there slowing up on the goal line getting a little crazy and I'm, I'm willing to say this right now he'll never do that again ever no, no, no. and not just that but that makes two weeks in a row now um is it back to back yeah back to back weeks that Diggs is the recipient of some of the two luckiest plays in football, right? <laughs> Number one, obviously, being when he got burnt deep by Julio Jones in the Falcons game and Julio dropped it. How yes. many times will you ever see in the career of one Julio Jones where he burns a dude by three yards and a, a basket is dropping into the basket and he just misses it? That won't ever happen. I mean, it, it'll, it'll probably happen again at some point, but it's, I mean, it's rare. It's rare. Um, yeah. And yeah. then the the chance of DK Metcalf just slowing up like that, which I don't know why he did it. I, I'm guessing he thought the dude fell down or something, because why else would you slow down like that? That's kind of ridiculous. Um, and you know, heads up play, yeah. Diggs. Good job punching that sucker out of there. I mean, you should do that. But um, yeah. a, a couple other things that I wanted to talk about real quick was um, Dak Prescott obviously throwing at. Uh, the side that Trey Flowers is on. Trey Flowers <laughs> has the confidence of a preschooler right now. Uh, oh. He has zero confidence. Um, the only reason he was even in the game was because Dunbar had some knee soreness, knee bruise, whatever they want to call it. It's something on the it's on the injury report. I'm sure he's going to play this week. It is what it is. Who cares? Yeah. Um, if if Dunbar is in the game, I'm not saying Dak doesn't doesn't have some good stats still, but I am saying that I'm willing to say they're cut in half on that side within 
I mean, because Flowers is so scared that at DB, he's lining up 12 yards off like he's playing safety. That's unacceptable. That just kind of proves to you how ridiculous uh, his confidence is at this point. He's, I mean, he was just torched all of last season. He's the reason why we lost to the Packers in the playoffs last year. And he's, he's, he's the reason why why Dallas was even in this game to begin with. Because at one point we were up 15. And they just started throwing at Flowers. I yeah. mean, just tossing they're that sucker at him. Because they're like, what is, they're like, what's that guy going to do? He can't do anything. And like, here's the thing, right? Um, I got a bounty on the head of Amari Cooper. I got a bounty on the head of Demarcus Lawrence, and I got a bounty on the head of higher secondary outside of Diggs. Everyone, everyone there. Well, maybe it's not a bounty. It's a it's a it's a missing persons report you that you go. file at the police station. There you go. All of Dallas, all of you know, if 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 we are saying that the Cowboys are America's team, where where are they at? America is wondering where anyone outside of Diggs, outside of Diggs, Dak Prescott, Zeke, we're wondering where the heck you're at. That's not necessarily his fault. He just, get, when his number gets called, it gets called. But um, Gallup showed up. Um, now you got all of Dallas thinking their third or fourth receiver, whatever the hell he is, Cedric thinking Wilson, that he's baby. the truth. Yeah, Cedric Wilson <laughs> thinking – they're thinking that this kid is like the second coming now because <laughs> because because Trey Flowers can't cover Shaq Griffin is, it seems to have reverted back to second season Shaq Griffin which is terrible. There there's got to be a lot of improvements going on. But Cam, I'm passing the reins to you right now. Tell me what you thought about your Cowboys. I thought they competed well, but but let me know. Give me your thoughts on the game. Oh, man, you guys hit it straight. If you hit the nail right on the head, man. Um, Demarcus Lawrence, where you at, dog? Wait, I don't want to hear this whole, oh, he's getting quarterback pressures. Like, I don't want to hear that. I want to see sack results. Taco Charlton, which who we let go, who we let go, plays for the Kansas City Chiefs in the past two seasons has more sacks than Demarcus Lawrence. I'm going to leave it at that. Um. I mean, we both knew uh, both our secondaries were terrible. And it just seems like our secondary makes a lot of mistakes. Uh, Jalen Smith came out this past before the game saying that the uh, the defense was super complex and, you know, they wanted to go back to a vanilla defense. No, you're supposed to have a complex defense. You want to be able to mix up coverages. And apparently a lot of these guys aren't, you know, picking up on the coverages. Um, we got Tyler Lockett running. Hey, Cam, Cam, the hold the phone. Hold the phone. We we got a real comment we got to address right now. <laughs> Matt wants to know, is my guy Cam wearing the deep V on the shirt right now? Oh, it's not, it's not also, that deep. Just, I got it like all pulled up. But yeah, fire, baby. Fire. I know. Also, fire emoji in the house. <laughs> and Cam, before, cool. I, before I unleash you one more time, my boy Danny over here, he says, uh, let's get this comment up here. We need Danny's comment up here. Let's see. There it is. He says, how dare you speak the truth about the boys? You know we can't handle it. Man, That's oh, man. 100% facts. Look here. If you guys are not on some of these cowboy pages, they are they are insane uh, with the amount of Dak hate and who, the blame game. and It's, it's just insane. Um, but no, Demarcus Lawrence, I'm calling you out. Where you at? 
Everson Griffin, um, I know you didn't get a full, you know, a full offseason, but we're three, we're four, well, we're going into week four now. I need you to show up, buddy. I need something. Um, you're right, though. Trevon Diggs is is the bright spot of that secondary. I love him. Um, and he's a rookie. He's going to he's gonna get beat deep a lot. You know, that's just what happens to rookie DB. It just happens. But, um, Snow, I want to go back to your comment about uh, not feeding Zeke. The run game was non-existent, all right? You guys played the run very well. You're dealing with Bobby Wagner and K.J. Wright, by the way. And so then we got the bright idea to, hey, let's throw some screen passes to Ezekiel Elliott. And that wasn't working. Zeke couldn't catch the ball to save his life. Zeke, I think he, I believe he had uh, three drops on the day. Um, it should have been four. I counted four drops, but they gave him three drops. Uh, he was targeted 12 times in the passing game which means they're trying to feed Ezekiel Elliott the ball, and it just wasn't working. And in, th in that moment, you got to bring in Tony Pollard, baby. you got to bring him in and throw Tony Pollard the ball and get him some touches, in my opinion, for Zeke. Um, I just thought Zeke looked real sluggish, really slow this week, as if he had a hangover, as he, if he was in Seattle partying, partying it up or something like that. Um, but once again – we asked Dak Prescott to do way too much for this football team because Dak Prescott took the lead with four minutes left. Now, I know we got a field goal out of it. I didn't like how much time. We only had took like 19 seconds off the clock in three plays. I think C.D. Lamb, we threw like a screen route to C.D. Lamb, and he ends up going out of bounds. Uh, I think we run Zeke on second down, and then Gallup runs a go route on third down and just doesn't give Dak Prescott a chance to, you know, get the ball in the in the radius for him to get a catch in. And so we literally run three plays in 19 seconds and kick a field goal. And that's just too much time for uh, – that's too much time for Russell Wilson. But still, the defense, you got to hold Seattle to a field goal because I guarantee this, if you hold Seattle to that field goal, which they were on a fourth and three, on a, if you get the stop on fourth and three, God dang it, the game's over. On fourth and three, the game's over. But no, the middle of the field's wide open, and we don't we don't get we don't hold him to a field goal. And now you're asking Dak Prescott to not just get in field goal range, but to go get a game winning touchdown in. And it just doesn't. It's just I, a lot of people play Madden, and yeah, that seems real realistic. It just doesn't happen in real life like that, fellas. If you're a Cowboy fan, I got to tell you, it's just not it's not right. gonna happen like that. But um. Yeah, yeah that, that's my take on the game. 100%. Kudos to Russell Wilson, uh, MVP race leader, definitely. Uh, but Patrick Mahomes is close behind. Watch out. Watch out. Let me let me address a couple of things. One, Cam, I need you to address this comment right here. Matt Beck says, have you ever watched the Flex Network week in review show in the bath after a hard day's work watching the boys, <laughs> Flex Mike, Snowman, and Cowboy Cam? If not, get right next time. I'm going to need you to address that. <laughs> You know what? Um, hey, look here. Not only should you be in the bathtub after a hard day's work, you should have a beer right next to you. You should be relaxing and just enjoying the show while we give you what you need once again. We got you, Matt. We appreciate you watching. Yeah, Ooh, and let me go. let me address. I want to address a couple of things. Time out because the Cowboys, you, just Clifton. like the Cowboys are real, you, all these – all these cowboy fans are real high on on this Cedric Wilson cat, right? They they were just as high on Worley. Understand, just like Dak was throwing at Trey Flowers to his left, 
Russell Wilson was throwing at Worley. Yes. He was picking on him. Worley yeah. was 100% a liability for the Cowboys secondary. Okay. Should he have picked that ball off 100%? Yeah. Should Trey, Flowers, over, have, should Trey Flowers have picked off that pass yeah. that, that when he was sitting on the ground and it hit him in the chest and it popped up perfectly so Gallup could catch it and run like another eight yards? Yes, both of those guys should have picked those passes off. But I want to go back real quick, Cam. I want to go back because there's a couple of comments that were dropped here that have me a little bit puzzled. Not really okay. puzzled. I just want to address them. And I'm sorry, Ryan I'm Smith here says, "No, no worries. We're here." Ryan Smith says Dak was cooking with Russ. One hundred percent a fact. Okay, 100%. Um, not an issue. Dak Dak was doing his thing. Right. The days of Dak being a top fifteen quarterback are over. He is a top ten. He's an eight, nine, ten guy now. Um, he has proved that he has taken that step where he can. He, he still lacks um, the late-game heroics, but that doesn't mean that it won't come. He just hasn't really had a whole lot of opportunities for it. Um, I want to address one more comment here that I saw where they said Dak is leading in all of the, the quarterback passing uh, uh, categories, every, right? Every so, passing guy. But, 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 but let me tell you something about that, right? That's he has good. more attempts. Mm -hmm. He has more attempts than any other quarterback because he's played yep. from behind in every game that he's played so far this season. So of course, you give a you give a guy like Dak, and you say, "Hey, you have to pass from like the second quarter on because your defense can't stop a single thing." Definitely not against the Rams. Couldn't Calvin Ridley was a real problem week two, and he <laughs> okay. seems to be a real problem for anyone that he faces. It doesn't really yeah. matter. Um, I, I have him in fantasy, so I happen to know that I'm that I'm that I'm bringing in the money on on, on all of that stuff. Calvin Ridley related. We're in business. Um, you know, here's the thing. You you got your guy over here, uh, Clifton Smith. This Shout these are pipe dreams, right? Our DBs. I appreciate you tuning in, but our DBs have dropped four potential interceptions already this season. Have. And I'm willing to they say that they've probably dropped more than that, that you haven't even noticed. Um, you know, so uh, Matt here says, did you, yeah, you pulled that up redraft right now. CD lamb goes top nine. And of course the Cowboys shouldn't even have him on the team. It's ridiculous. That he even fell. Cause what oh is, what is guys? What are guys like Jerry Judy doing? Um, Henry Ruggs, what are those guys doing that CD Lamb isn't accomplishing? And those are guys that were drafted a little bit earlier than CD mm -hmm. Lamb, right? So, um, this game's over. Uh, obviously, Seahawks win, they take care of business. They, you know, once again, they don't stop a, a single soul. Um, but they the, the Seahawks are this, the Seahawks are in trouble, right? The only thing they do well is stop the run, they stop Cam Newton. They didn't allow Todd Gurley or any of that running stuff to get going in week one. Uh, yep. They stopped Cam Newton and running backs in week two, and they shut down Zeke in week three. But yep. but now we're talking about other things. You're talking about in three games, the Seattle Seahawks secondary has given up 1,200-plus yards. And on the opposite side of the coin, 
the the Dallas Cowboys defense is allowing the highest QBR in NFL history to opposing quarterbacks so far through oh. I'm sure some of that stuff will change, but um but Woosa, woosa. let's yeah. Hey, you live to fight another day. I'm going to turn it to, to the snowman real quick, and then and then we're going to get into our predictions for the week. Snowman, go ahead. You know what? Just to throw more salt, actually just more, more of a bucket on this situation for any Cowboys fans out there that, 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 just, that just needs some, some extra salt on – you know, with their food and everything, but to add salt to this wound, but tell me, Cowboy Nation, <laughs> where are you guys currently in the standings? You're not first. I mean, you're not, you're, you're, you're not fourth. I mean, you're not in third, but you're sitting at two. Two, baby. But, but, but who? And I mean, who? 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 <laughs> Is sitting at exactly. number one. It would be uh, that the red, and, the red and gold Washington Watch him a call it's right there. <laughs> and Matt, if you're still watching, this is especially for you. Dallas Cowboys sitting at number two behind Washington. What the f- well, hey, they played they played a divisional <laughs> opponent. That's why. I know, but still. <laughs> well, let's, let's 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 hit on that division real quick, Cam, because oh god, oh, in go. in the NFL, this isn't baseball, right? So in the NFL, you have four teams per division across the NFL, AFC and NFC, right? Each division, yep. north, south, east, and west, AFC, NFC, right? You have four mm-hmm. teams per division, which means. If every team wins in one week through three weeks, you have potential to have 12 wins, 12 wins, right? But mm-hmm. in the crap show, that is no, no, no. we're not NFC calling it crap East. show. <laughs> crap show is just, oh. just sugarcoating it. Yeah, literally. Hey, hey, yeah, it? I'm trying to sugarcoat it. <laughs> don't don't sugarcoat it with this. We right. everybody in America knows that the NFC East is just literally. <laughs> well, Cam, let me tell you something. Cam. That dumpster yeah. outside your house is 100% on fire right now. So understand that. Um, so through through three weeks, 12 possible victories, the NFC East combined is a whopping two wins, nine losses, and one tie. Also known as the worst division in football. They are so horrendous, I can't even put it into words. But
But Snow, we're done talking about the Cowboys. We're done talking about this NFC East and how terrible it is. The Cowboys are going to make the playoffs at like they're, they're probably going to get ten wins because they still yeah, get to play get Washington twice. They still get to play Philly twice, and they still get to play what's the other team? The Giants twice. The Giants. And don't even get me started on the Giants. No, oh my gosh, no. dude! We're going to say anyway, that for another. Let's, like, another like Mike, day. like Mike. I just got to say. I had the Cowboys going 11 and five anyway. And basically they lost to the two teams. I, in my earlier season predictions had us losing to anyway. So I'm like, as you guys see, I'm all smiles. I'm fine. But this defense, we got to fix this defense real quick. Good Lord. But here's the thing that you need to understand, right? The difference between winning cultures and losing cultures, or maybe not losing cultures, but like, some cultures that football cultures that are a little bit mediocre. Um, like Cam, I hate to call you out, my dude, but this last week, dude, you got on your cowboy cam was live on Facebook. I said, you know what? Let me turn, let me tune into my boy, <laughs> cowboy cam. And, and I'm not the guy, Cam, you know this by now. You've known me long enough to know that I'm yeah. not the salt in the wound where, I, where I'm like, F you, yeah, you guys suck, we won. I, I don't do stuff like that. I just kind of tell you from like a real football perspective, like, yeah, what? your secondary was terrible. That's why you lost. You know, and and I like to say things that I think that you would agree with. You would realize that that was a real issue. But my boy Cowboy Cam was over here on Facebook. You know, he was like, he was like a girl that just got dumped. And, you know, he was, you know what? I swear I'm okay. I will be okay. I think I'm okay. I don't know if I'm okay, but I think that I'm okay. I'm okay right now. You know what? I have a great supporting cast of friends, and they all support me. And Cowboy Cam was over there, and he was saying, he just kept saying, I'm okay. I'm okay. And you know what? Here's the truth, Cam. You are okay. You play in the yeah. worst division of football, dude. You're fine. <laughs> You're still going to end up with probably 10 wins, and <laughs> it is what it is. But let's keep moving, Snow. Let's, let's keep it. moving. We got to get the train rolling, it. man. Uh, let's let's yeah. let's get into this pick em for the week. Before we get too far on that one, Cam, I think we kind of have to allow this man some Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is because, terrible. Oh, come on. Because... Here is last week's standings, and while, yes, there is a tie in there because of that pushing, Mr. Flex Mike and Mr. Cowboy Cam tied, in the, tied last week, but because of Monday Night Football and the uh, score... Being that Mr. Mike picked the winning score of 34-24, and while Cam picked 28-20, and the final score was a rousing, just a rousing, 34-20. to 20. So, <laughs> Mr. Mike, would you like to take some globe time? I'm actually going to take zero gloat time here because I kicked Cam's ass every week last last year. So uh, I'm going to take I'm going to take zero gloat time here. Um, the only thing I'll say is Lamar Jackson really let me down. I was really bummed that he didn't really kind of jump. I mean, 
Cam, think about it. Remember Rams Chiefs last year and the Man. score was like stupid high. I was expecting something like that. I thought, yeah. you know, I thought, hey, man, we're really going to get this thing going. But the Chiefs have kind of an underrated defense and the Ravens isn't their defense isn't as good as everyone thought. And so, you know, it is what it is. I was more bummed for the Ravens than anything because I kind of root for the Ravens. But um I like to see them win, except for when they're playing us. Um, okay, let's see. Let's yeah. see the comment and, here. The comment here literally. from Walkley. By the way, Walkley says he doesn't owe you a burger anymore because because you um, is this. Are you going to get this comment up here? This thing's not flashing up here. Uh, Walkley comment. There it goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it up there now. Yeah it, yeah, it says, "Man, that Monday Night Football score intro from Snow was a roller coaster ride." Also, he says that he doesn't owe you a, a burger anymore because uh, the oh, the Titans COVID, got yeah. COVID nineteen. That was after the game. Sorry, but you play <laughs> to win the game, and I exactly won the thanks, Herm. Game. <laughs> Welcome. Okay, Snow. Right. Let's, yeah, let's and I do had it. shit week. Let's. I had week. Oh, okay. Broncos. Speaking of crap weeks, here we go. Broncos, Jets, Thursday night oh, football. Oh, ill. Jets, Jets favored by one and a half. Yeah, right. Um, over under forty. Cam, where are you going this one? Jets. Uh, giving the Jets because the Broncos are starting like their third string quarterback. Um, Don't care. So yeah, give me the Jets. Snow. What about you, my man? Jets. Jets in this. You're going Jets. Fire of a dumpster fire of a Thursday night, you know, Thursday night game, and the fact that Broncos playing this, you know, rounding round round of who's that quarterback now? <laughs> it, yeah, I'm. I'm not into that. I, I got you nothing. know, I. Listen, I told you last week on these very airwaves here that I would be very hesitant to choose the Jets in any game this season, and I'm 100% not choosing the New York Jets here. I'm going Denver Broncos. Don't care that they have a third-string quarterback. All you need is a warm body to turn around and hand the ball off and play defense. Don't care. Um, I'm going Broncos in this one. Since we're talking about the Broncos very quickly, did you guys and everybody out there see this this funny thing that happened down at Denver that Denver was basically just turned into a, a giant episode of South Park? Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, because then the fan and the, the fans of the stands was none other than the South Park. Yeah, you know, I like it. I love community. it. Community. <laughs> that was that was just my. I found that funny. Yeah. Going down the South Park, going to meet my friends, <laughs> some friends of mine. Oh, wait, they're over at Denver Stadium, mile high. <laughs> exactly. But that was my thing. All right. Okay. Second game of the week. We got Seattle, Miami. Seattle favored by six and a half in Miami Stadium. Over under is 53 and a half. I would guess about 30 to 40 of those points coming from Seattle. But who am I to say anything? Let's start with Cam. Cam, who do you have, Seattle or Miami? Uh, give me Seattle. Um, yeah, definitely give me Seattle over Miami. Okay, Snow? See, Orcs, because there's not a chance 
that I'm not picking against the Seahawks. I mean, literally, the only way that the Dolphins are going to get a win is if they decide to go looking for a very infamous kicker. Hi, I'm looking for Ray Finkel. <laughs> I'm pair of shorts. And it ain't going to happen. So, sorry, <laughs> Seahawks. All right. Yeah, uh, Danny there is going with Seattle as well. So let's keep it moving to the next game. We have Indy traveling to Chicago to take on the Bears. Indy's favored by two and a half. The over-under is 43 points. Snow, who Ooh, do you got in this one? Uh, which game? Indy and Chicago. Oh, Indy. Okay. Oh, God. That's tough. Uh, the fact that they're, you know, Indy's having to go on up to Chicago, and Chicago has been doing, you know what? They've been doing good this year. I'll give it that. They've been, they've been really doing good, surprisingly. But you know what? <laughs> if you really think I'm just not going to play this and just, just oh, say I'm going to pick them. Give me the monsters of the midway. Give me the bears. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, Cam, Cam, who you got? You got well, Nick Foles starting at quarterback officially. Yeah, um, I'm a fan of Nick Foles. Um, I just think the Chicago Bears will get some turnovers out of Phillip Rivers now that you've played this song, Snowman. This is your fault once again. Uh, so give me Chicago, definitely. Okay, you go Chicago. I'm actually going to go Indy on this one. Um, I don't think Nick Foles is very good. I think Nick Foles is good in clutch moments when they really, really need him and the pressure's on. I think he's a master of owning those moments. Um, but I still don't think he's very good. Um, so let's take care of that. Uh, next Jacksonville, Cincinnati. Uh, one of you guys have an echo. So, so fix that Cam, Cam or snow. You guys have an echo. So take care of that real quick. Um, snow, who do you got? Jacksonville, Cincinnati. You know what? I, I don't even think that. I have to even say that much. Just, you know, can we all read it aloud? I am never picking Cincinnati again because, of course, I'm going. Me, 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 you! <laughs> and I'm rolling with them Jags. Oh, gosh. Right. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cam, Jacksonville, Cincinnati. Who you got? Oh, we lo we lost them. He'll be back. Yeah. Okay. So. Let Let's go ahead. Okay. So, Snow in Jacksonville. My bad, pressing too many and buttons. And I'm going <laughs> to go Snow Jacksonville. 
I'm going to go Jacksonville as well. I think Gardner Minshew is going to bounce back from the game he had last week. He's going to play a little bit better. Uh, I think he played well. I'm just not ready to give it to Cincinnati yet. You know um, what? I think, I think they had a chance last week, but, you know, Gardner uh, Minshew coming out of Washington State, it's really hard for me to ever choose against him unless they're playing a team that's just that much better than Jacksonville. And I'm Cincinnati's not very good, and so uh, they'll probably play them tough. And I think it might be a three to six point win, something like that. But I'm going to have to go Jacksonville in this one. And that's where you messed up at. Normally I do pick Minshew <laughs> over everybody else, but I'm going to go ahead and hey, look here. The Bengals haven't let me down when I've picked them. Uh, so give me those Bengals, baby. I think um, I just think this team plays tough. Uh, they play tough for Joe Burrow. Like, um, you can't. He's a leader. I mean, I man, if there's one thing I can't say is Joe Burrow's a leader, and I think somehow, some way, they will find a way to beat the Jags. Yeah, that's a makeup pick for you because you picked the Jets earlier, but that's fine. That's fine. But uh, <laughs> Cam, let's keep you center stage right here, real quick. Uh, we're gonna go to Arlington, Texas, AT and T Stadium. Ooh. Browns are coming to town. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you, you got that cast of Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Landry and the two-headed monster at running back in Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. You got Odell Beckham Jr., who doesn't exactly bring up the fondest of memories for Dallas Cowboy fans or players, for that matter. Um, so you got let's see Dallas favored by four and a half points at home over under is 56 so cam go ahead who you got in this one um the football I'm not gonna lie the football guy in me is saying to pick the Cleveland Browns you got Nick Chubb coming to town and Nick Chubb is gonna run through he's gonna he's gonna make some plays against this Cowboys defense Nick Chubb is a dog all right and Kareem Hunt's no slouch either but, and like that's just a football guy in me talking. That's just football player Cam giving you the one on one. Those two running backs there are the real deal. But Dak Prescott and uh, this um, Cowboys offense, I think, will be a little too much for the Browns. And I think they they take care of uh, they take care of uh, of Cleveland. Uh, but watch out for Miles Garrett. Good lord, um, I, I have no clue what we're gonna do about that. <laughs> Oh, I literally thought you were gonna go the complete opposite way. Hey, that's hey, that's just a football guy in me talking. Like it's it's tempting. It's tempting. Trust me. Yeah. So, Snow, who you got? For some reason, <laughs> some ungodly reason, I I kind of agree with Cowboy Camp. You know, Cleveland has some some high points. They're two and one, and the fact that they're having to go down to play an NFC trash team right now. Watch your mouth. <laughs> remember, NFC East is all trash, so they're all wow, in that. Wow. They're all they're all in that. You know, they've been all labeled NFC trash. So we all Just know for- nobody wants to see the Dallas Cowboys. We know nobody wants to play the Cowboys. So careful. <laughs> 
and no one wants to play the Eagles, and okay. no one wants to play the Giants. <laughs> so no wants, wants to play the Eagles nobody right wants now. to play Washington, but yet everyone has to have them on the schedule somewhere. There you go. Moving on, but you know what? I I, I still do not trust the Browns. I it, it's 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 a given life that some point old Brown is just gonna croak, and this is where the boys will get back into their winning ways and go two and two. So I am going to be singing the praises of the stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. Because I'm going with the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with both of you. I think the Cowboys beat this team. I think that Baker Mayfield and that supporting cast puts up a just a ton of numbers, though. I think that oh, they yeah. do well. Um, I just think that um, they're going to, you know, I think that Dallas is going to find a way to win this game. Um, they have to. There's no question about it. They're, si- they're sitting in one and two right now. Would you rather be two and two or one and three? Um, and so this is, 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 it's kind of early to say must win, but it's, it's very difficult to climb out of a one and three hole. That's pretty tough. Um, uh, um and so I, wanna... I, I think, Oh no, go, go ahead, ahead go Cam. Ahead. Oh, wow. Uh, I agree. I, I agree say, with you. You don't, yeah. you don't want to be one and three, but the Cowboys schedule after the Browns is just so, is so light that. You know, I don't want to jump ahead, you know, because this is we, we want y'all tuning in every week for this information. But the Cowboys schedule after the Browns is just so yeah. light that one and three won't hurt. Yeah, because you're pl- you have Giants next. You got to go to the big toaster in the desert and then you got to play Woo. them. You got to go back to back games and NFC East opponents on Woo. the road to them. Watch them call it Redskins. And gotta go up to play some cheese steak heads. Yep. So, so one and three so, is not bad, but they better win this game. Yeah. So four out of the five next games after Cleveland is divisional or uh, yeah, divisional opponents, right? Snow. Yep. Uh, well, after the Browns, yeah, three out of their next four after the Browns is division. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you beat Arizona. Uh, I don't think you beat Arizona. I think that well, maybe it's a shootout. It's a shootout. It's gonna be a shootout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but uh, yeah. So okay, so we all go Dallas there. Now let's move on to New Orleans and Detroit. Uh, you got you got the Saints traveling to Detroit. New Orleans favored by four over under 54 and a half snow. Go ahead first. Who you got in this one? Uh, This one's tough. I mean, literally, I I did not expect the cardiac cat. The the cardiac cat from Detroit, Michigan to beat, to beat Arizona (laughs) in the toaster. In the big toaster. I do not expect them to roll on down to the desert and beat up the Cardinals the way they did. But that was a shock to me. And on the other hand, you have the Saints who are struggling right now. One and two. 
and they have not gone one in three since they have not lost three straight games since weeks one through three in 2016. So that is a struggle right there. But with that being said, and the fact that they're going to have to go, you know, the St. Boys are going to have to go up to the Motor City, and it's going to be quiet because there's not going to be any fans because all their fans have had too many heart attacks with these cats. <laughs> Just saying. But I am going to go with them Saints. Okay. Okay. Okay, New Orleans. Cam, where are we going? Uh, I, I know I got a bunch of Saints fans on my Facebook page, on my personal Facebook page. I got a bunch of them. And they going to hate me for this. They're going to hate me. But I'm going to take the Lions here. I'm going to take them. I'm going to take the Lions. Wow. Okay. State of of the Union address time. It is officially State of the Union address time. I'll explain it. I'll explain it. Look here. Drew Brees' arm is gone, people. It's gone. So unless Alvin Kamara can have this amazing game, I don't. I'm not sure what you guys are expecting from the Saints. Okay, are you done? Because I, I just, I'm, I'm going to shoot holes into everything <laughs> that you're talking about. Uh, Understand let this. Here. Let me duck first because yeah. this is going to be a bad. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be like uh, Saint Valentine's Day massacre in Chicago. So Come duck. On. Uh, Cam, I'm right there with you. Drew Brees' arm is 100% gone. But for what his arm is and the types of players that he has on his offense, he can dink and dunk all day and he'll be fine. Alvin Kamara, in fantasy football perspective, two out of the last three weeks, he scored 40-plus points. So uh, he tore up the Green Bay Packers, even though they lost. He tore up the Packers by himself. Breaking tackles left and right, catching passes, running between the tackles. It didn't matter. He took care of business, right? Yep. So you're, you're talking about that. It's okay to, it's safe to come out, Snow. It's safe to come out. Um, the bullets stop flying? Yes. But understand this Would I pick New Orleans to lose in some situations? Yes. But we're talking about the Detroit effing Lions. They are terrible. They have a horrible head coach. They should have never, like I said, week one, should have never fired Jim Caldwell, like I said. Um, He's a better coach than Matt Patricia is currently. Um, They've shipped off a lot of their – they shipped off Slay. They shipped off Diggs, the safety position. Um, yeah. They can't keep their receivers healthy. Kenny Galladay's on the field one week, one week he's off. Uh, DeAndre Swift dropped a game-winning touchdown catch in the end zone week one. Adrian Peterson is aged, still effective, but aged. Um, there's a lot of things going on in Detroit. I absolutely do not trust them from top to bottom organizationally. I'm going to take the Saints in this one without a question. I think the Saints win by 10. Okay, fine. You sold me. Give me the thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. it's too late. You already said Detroit, dog. What? No, he can't I, revert I live, back. I he already said Detroit. I'll live with it. No, I'll live with it. I think uh, I think the Lions might be able to sneak another victory. 
But Snow, I, you want to know, know why I beat, you know why I beat Cam saying? every week last year? Is because he does things like this. He picks Detroit. He just wants the Saints to lose because anytime the Cowboys lose, the Saints fans come out and they're like in your face about how you lost and all that stuff, <laughs> which I, I get. That's annoying. But uh, at the yeah. same time, uh, we got to live in reality a little bit. So let's but let's keep it moving. We're going to go to the next here's, game here. Here's uh, the shocking thing. This is the first time I've actually seen, like in the last year, we've done this show. This is the first time I've ever seen this guy or anyone change a pick like that. <laughs> he, did, he didn't. He didn't change a pick. No, but he, he tried to change like a pick. It did not work. He wanted to change a pick. First time I've ever seen that. That someone has <laughs> literally just, all right, I'll change my pick. Hey, he let the bullets First fly. It was, it was a good argument. That was, yeah, that I was told a good you point right there. Duck. All right. Okay, let's keep it moving. Chargers, Buccaneers. Uh, Chargers flying to Tampa Bay, Florida to take on the Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is favored by seven over under 43 and a half. Uh, let's go Cowboy Cam. What you got on this one? Um, Man, if the Chargers had Tyrod and Melvin Ingram, I, it might be close. But I, I am going to take the Buccaneers here. I'm not saying that. You know, Tom Brady's back or done. I mean, he beat up on Denver last week. So yeah. But uh yeah, I'll take I'll take Tampa Bay over 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 uh the Chargers, definitely. Okay, snowman. Uh well, first time this season that the Tampa Bay Bucks are gonna have some fans this year down there at Raymond James Stadium, and it's only going to be for season pass members with continuous membership since ninety-eight. <laughs> as they will have, and, or earlier, will have the opportunity to purchase a limited amount of tickets. So Man, we, don't know, we don't know how many people are actually going to go. There's no, or actually going to be capped at. So I have no idea, but there will be fans in the stands. You will be hearing for the first time cheering as you see Tampa Bay and their quarterback and their new, you know, their, their that whole new feeling of Tampa Bay being run by Tom Brady and Gronk down there. But you know what? For it, some it reason. Like... No, no, I'm not. I'm just playing. I'm oh, not going bro. with the Bulls. Give me the pirate sword. I'm going to be a swashbuckler. I'm riding that pirate shit, baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm with both of you guys. I got Tampa Bay in this one. I think Tampa Bay's defense is very underrated league-wide. I think it's one of the better defenses in the league. I think Tom Brady's just starting to gel with some of his receivers outside of Chris Godwin, who will be out this week. He's got a little hamstring growing situation going on. Um, Mike Evans last week had two catches for two yards and two touchdowns. So <laughs> talk about efficiency. That's the best efficiency rating in football as far as i'm concerned uh i got tambay in this one running game seems to get going a little bit defense playing all right uh tom brady is in the same boat as drew Brees with no arm but you know what dinking and dunking he's got the skill players he's doing his thing it, it doesn't done. matter got leonard fournette back there that they could always unleash anytime they want so tampa bay across the board let's roll on to the next game 
we have the uh, Washington whatchamacallits traveling to land over Maryland to take on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Baltimore is favored by a whopping 12 points. Uh, over under is 45 and a half. Cowboy Cam, what say you? Give me the Ravens. Uh, they're going to, man, they are going to smack Washington. And I just think they're going to be out for revenge just based off what happened during that Chiefs game. And they're going to take it out on Washington. I'm sorry, Washington, but y'all got to take this ill. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Baltimore as well. I think there's going to be a little bit of frustration. There's this narrative going around ever since they lost to KC that Lamar Jackson all of a sudden can't pass and all that stuff. So I think this, I think we got a bloodbath situation on our hands. I think the defense is probably going to pick off a guy like Dwayne Haskins, uh, I'd say a good four times and you might see some Alex Smith in the house. I hope we see some Alex Smith. We might see some. So We'll see what happens. Snowman, who do you got in this one? Uh, literally. Baltimore has rushed for over 100 yards in 26 straight games. It is just literally a <laughs> road runner <laughs> going on over there. Literally. But... Washington hosting this game that 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 has a different feel to it. Just to- uh, what Cam, you- wait, Cam, wait, Cam, you're Cam, you're not close enough to the camera. Get a little bit closer. What he is, needs. There we doing? go. Okay, go ahead. What Snow, finish what you're saying. But, but Washington hosting this game is going to have a, a different feeling. I mean, it's going to be all warm and toasty because the Ravens are playing in the stadium that's literally just hosting a team that's burning to the ground in a blaze of glory because I'm going to fly with okay. the Ravens. You thought I got okay. you. You thought Wait, I got I, you. You I, 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 I was going to make you write a 10-page essay on why you were choosing Washington. I got I, <laughs> Cam, it is uh, safe. You can back it. away from the camera. All it's right. 100%. We're okay now. <laughs> okay. Let's go Fish, ahead and move to the next here. week. Or not the next week. Let's move to the next game. We got, we have the Arizona Cardinals traveling to Charlotte, North Carolina, Bank of America Stadium to take on the Carolina Panthers. Arizona is favored by three and a half points. Over under 51 points. Let's go ahead. Snowman, who do you got in this one? Uh, them Cactus Boys going up to Carolina to play the Panthers this week. Uh, Kyle Murray or Murray has allowed one plus interception in each game this season, one out of five for QB. So while a lot of people would be thinking, you know what, like Carolina, they turned the corner. They, they're going to get a win here, and they're going to go 2-2. Two and two. I just don't see it because this Cardinal is pissed that they allowed the Cardiac Cats to come into their toaster house and play like they did and beat them. I say they're going to be playing pissed off. They want pay, They want some aggression out and to take it out on the cat up there in Carolina. Give me the cards. 
Okay, Arizona. Okay, uh, let's go to Cowboy Cam. Cowboy Cam, who do you got in this one? Um, fellas, we better be careful. This could be a trap game. Uh, literally, uh, I picked the Chargers to beat the Panthers last week, and then the Panthers took out the Chargers. Um, and so, um, it's 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 weird because they got a new coaching staff, and so everything everything's getting flipped around there. But once again, I got to go Kyler Murray here. Give me Arizona, baby. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm Arizona with you across the board. Uh, we got a comment here from Walkley. Says, <laughs> flex fact, 78% of the snowman's references to NFL teams are done with custom nicknames. That's 100% true. Cardiac cats, the cactus boys, whatever you want to call them. He's all over it. That's, that's every oh, week as you tune I in. Have a, I have you a list. You see that. Dude, I have a list. You just go back and you watch like stuff on YouTube, like the old Fox NFL intros from like the nineties. Yeah. And they, yeah. you hear them say, Oh, you know, the, the deep voice be like, oh, the cactus boys are going, you know, it's like, it's just, <laughs> I find it funny and I found it cool to be like, you know what? Just go back and watch a lot of these old intros. You hear some of these nicknames and then you just look at them and be like, wow, hey, we love it. We love it. Keep bringing it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So I'm going to Arizona just like you guys went Arizona. Arizona, I think, is a much better team. I think Carolina, when it's all said and done with, is going to be picking in the top five of the NFL draft. It may it, it may well be the number five spot, but I do believe they'll be in that top five um, draft selection area. Um, okay, let's go ahead and move on. Next game, we have Minnesota uh, traveling to Houston, Texas to take on the Texans. Um, they don't actually have any type of line here, I'm seeing. but uh, they're both terrible. Yeah, they're both terrible. They're both 0-3. They're both <laughs> just awful. Dalvin Cook had a big-time outing last week. The Texans actually looked a lot better last week. Yeah, yes. Um, I'm not sure what the over-under is, but I'd say it's probably somewhere around 51. So for argument's sake, let's say it's 51. Cam, who do you have in this one, Minnesota or Houston? Uh, give me Houston. Um, I think I think Houston's just run this uh, gauntlet where they've played basically the top three AFC teams. Like They've had the Chiefs, Ravens, and the Steelers. And, so, and they barely lost last week. Um, um, Deshaun Watson played great. You know they're fine, and it's just it just happens. You just lose sometimes. The the Vikings, on the other hand, are just terrible. So give me the Texans over the Vikings, definitely. Okay, Snow, who you got? This one's a tough one. I mean, this is a, a battle of the zero and threes. This is bottom of the barrel right now. Surprisingly, the fact that it's the Vikings and the Texans who should be middle of the pack at least to a point but surprisingly granted let's just all remember that this is with no preseason no time on the field so this is probably the outcome of why we're saying this the vikings and the texans are 0-3 <laughs> this year no preseason yeah however with that being said it just i don't really have a you know a I mean, it look, the Texans look good playing against the Steelers. 
They gave them a fight. I'll give them that. The Texans gave Pittsburgh a fight, only lost by a touchdown. And then you had the Vikings only lose by a field goal. Last, you know, last, you know, half of the game, you know, what, 40 seconds, 30 seconds left in the yep. Titans game? Titans came back. So Titans close, came back. It was a close game, last second field goal. Well, you know, wasn't a game winner or wasn't a uh, time-ending buzzer beater. It was a close game. They, you know, Vikings could have had a chance to come back. Didn't. So this is two teams that have shown progress and have shown that they can hang with, you know, teams. That being said, this is a tough one. Unfortunately for the Purple People Eaters, I'm going with the team that ha was born from a New England Patriot and the Tex University of Texas logo. I'm going Houston. <laughs> Yeah, I Cam, I'm I'm with what you said earlier. You know, Houston, Houston happened to run into three of the probably the best teams in the AFC yep. earlier in the season. Um, it's just unfortunate the way their schedule shaped up, but uh, I'm right there with you. I got Houston in this one. Uh, let's go to the the next game here. Uh, New York Giants. At the Los Angeles Rams. Um, let's see here. Uh, Rams favored by 12, over under 48 and a half. Let's go Snow. Snow, who you got on this one? Rams, easily. I mean, this is, it's the Giants. Uh, nothing to be said there. It's, you get thrashed by San Francisco in a literal, little ass whooping to where you're literally saying, Get me out of here! Quick. And it, it proved because they got their butts whooped. But so give me the ROMs. Okay, Cowboy Cam, who you got? Uh, hey, y'all want to see a dead body? Yeah, give me the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's pretty easy across the board. Rams are just, I mean, the Giants don't yeah. have anything. They don't have anything to offer the Rams in this one. This is a uh this is a wash of the week because they're just gonna they're I mean, they're gonna mop the floor with them. It's probably gonna be ugly. So uh Let's go ahead. Let's let's move into one of the other games I'm really excited about. Uh, you have the New England Patriots taking oh. on the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City, Arrowhead Stadium. KC's oh. favored by seven, over under 53. Uh, Cowboy Cam, who you got in this one? Tempting. Uh, I'm so tempted to, to – you know, you never want to go against Bill Belichick. You, oh, you just don't want to do it, but – um, man, if those veterans that they had opt out were playing were playing this week, I might go. I might go New England, but um, I think uh, I think KC is just on a little different level right now. And so, yeah, give me the Chiefs over the Patriots. But Cam Newton's gonna have a big game. Okay, Snow. Yeah, this is this is real tough. I mean, you've got literally the three and zero defending. 
Super Bowl champs of the world against the dark side. The one who's literally the re- the emperor of the entire NFL of the 2000s and Bill Belichick and then Patriots. While the Pats are, you know, enjoying this new run with their new quarterback. And while Casey has the MVP in their back pocket, you know, just running rough shot right now. Casey winning three of the last four games against New England is a big factor, and I'm going to make it so that it's going to be four out of the last five because give me them Chiefs. Snow is going with the Chiefs. But ladies and gentlemen, I don't do this very often. Here we go. I do not. Here we go. I do. I do not go out on a limb. I do not like to do things unconventionally. <laughs> there is your warning. Um, but we are talking about the closest thing that the NFL head coaching pool has to a Sith Lord. Um, <laughs> if you give this man long enough, he will find a way to beat you. And you yes. know what? If I'm Bill Belichick, I'm looking at that Kansas City, Los Angeles Chargers tape, and I'm saying to myself, what did, the, what did the Chargers do that caused them to be that way? And you know what? I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going New England in this one. I got New England yeah. over Kansas City. I'm not saying it's a blowout. I'm not saying it's anything. It's probably going to be 1.3 points, something like that. But I'm going to go New England in this one. And I'm probably going I'm probably going to live to hate it. But it's okay. Next game. Next game. Las Vegas and Buffalo. We're talking, dude, this is... I don't know if this has been labeled the game of the week, but in my opinion, it's oh. the game of the week, dude. Three and zero against two and one. You you got Buffalo traveling to Vegas to take on the Raiders. The Raiders, who seem to be red hot, they found this new energy. John Gruden's got them operating on a new level. Um, they're kind of surprising some teams. Um, they looked pretty good against New England last week until they kind of fell short a little bit. But you know what? This game is going to be ridiculous. So, line, Buffalo favored by three points over under 53. I'm going to start out. I don't do this very often, Snow, but give me the Raiders. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh boy! You know what? Cowboy Let's Cam. go to Ca- Cowboy Let's Cam. Go to Cam. We, we gotta save. We gotta save the best for last. So Cowboy Cam, go ahead. Who you got in this one? Well, you know how you went on this pool rant about this is why you beat me. Well, look here. This is why I'm gonna beat you. Um, you got a guy Josh Allen up there in the MVP race, balling out of control. Um, Bill's Mafia, baby. I, I look here. I got. I need to see somebody slam through a table sometime soon here. But give me the Bills over yeah. the Raiders, definitely. Hey, before we get to going to snow, Cam, don't get me wrong. I'm down with everything you're saying. I just think that the Raiders are on this mission, dude. 
So they beat the Saints. They played pretty well against uh, – first of all, let's talk about this for a second. Darren Waller catches about 13 to 15 passes on uh, whatever bum DB they had for the Saints. And then he comes Rapper to Vegas. New England and this – and then, and then comes to New England, and Bill Belichick says, "Nah, we're shutting that down." He has one catch for the game. I told you. I um, told you. But you know what? There's something about it, dude. I gotta go Las Vegas on this one. But I like what you're saying because I would typically be right there with you. But I don't know, dude. I'm feeling a little bit different. So, Snow, go ahead, rock and roll with this one. I know, I know, your second team over there is Vegas. So, let me know what you're thinking. Uh, yeah, this is a tough one. Let, let, let me just put it out there. This is a tough decision because you have Bill's Mafia literally killing it up there. J Josh Allen just running, gunning, slinging. 3-0. and oh. The Buffalo Bills are circling these wagons right now to a 3-0 and oh season right now. And it's proven they're th they are literally the number two team in passing right now it is just crazy to think that that fan base that throws people through t tables and they're known as the Bills Mafia is running things right a little bit right now. But on the other hand of the world, you got the ve the very new Las Vegas Raiders with Chucky at the helm again. In their new home, and they have had found something. They have found something with that autumn wind in the in the desert down there in Las Vegas. A little gambling, some beautiful women down there during the summer. But this is a tough decision because you got this is a, th again. This is going to be a game of the week right here, and. I don't really know who to pick. I mean, you got, you know, you got them and you got the Bills. And you know what? My heart, my, my mind is saying, you know what? Go for the team that is on fire right now. That is just, they're running smoothly. And, you know, there may have been some hiccups and, you know, and get, jump on the wagon. However, the fact that I'm sitting here today in a Howie Long jersey and the fact that Bill's Mafia almost gave up last week. The defense was shutting down last week in their game last week, and it, they barely, and I mean barely, Got out alive against them Rams by three. So, no, I'm not circling the wagons this week because I am going with my heart this week. My heart. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. You got Las Vegas. Um, This is the no-brainer of the week, in my opinion. Uh, Eagles 49ers, San Francisco's favored by seven, over under 45 and a half. Santa Clara, California, Levi Stadium, 80 degrees outside. Cam, is this a no-brainer or what? 
I just find it funny that a team with no like we didn't even know if Jimmy G starting this week. They're basically they have starters out on both sides of the football, and they're picked to win by seven over the Eagles. <laughs> and I just find this hilarious. That's because Nick Mullins is a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. That's why. I, I, look here, hey, Mike, we're going to save that for another. Hey, we're going to save that one because <laughs> I love Nick Mullins. We'll save it. We'll, hey, we're gonna, we'll circle back to that. I love it. I love where you're going with that. But are the 49ers playing the worst quarterback in the NFL this week? Basically, they are. So give me the 49ers over the Philadelphia Eagles. I tried to warn y'all Eagles fans, but you just wouldn't listen to me. You thought I was crazy. And you thought I was a hater. I told y'all Carson Wentz is not who you think he is. So give me the 49ers. Cam, or uh, Snow, I mean. Snow, go ahead. San Francisco playing a fourth straight game against a winless team. <laughs> and we can officially just call this game the Battle of the Crippled Teams. Yes. This is, this is the Crippled Team Bowl right here. Who is going to win the Crippled Team Bowl? No offense to anyone out there that's crippled. I'm not. I'm just. The fact that both teams are injured like heck. Literally, they are injured up to the wazoo. But good God, I mean the fact that Eagles is mo look more like the schoolyard kid who's gotten beat up every week for the last three weeks straight, including last season. So, and the Niners are just you know they got you know. They look more like the arm in a sling, but they could still fight. So, proven last week against the Giants, give me the Niners. Yeah, Niners all the way across. It's a no-brainer. Um, I'm not even going to comment on it because it's that much of a no-brainer. Moving <laughs> on. Uh, we got Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Ooh. Oh. Sorry. That game's very oh, postponed. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're still going to make a prediction on it because yeah, right. it, yeah. because it it is going to happen at some point. So for the sake of keeping record, um there's no there's no uh, over under, there's no line or anything because of the postponed status. Know that Pittsburgh is 3 and 0, Tennessee's 3 and 0. Um so Cam, who you got? Um, as you guys know, my dad's a Steelers fan, and I've been picking them for the past three weeks. But there's a team that's really dear to my heart that I've been rolling with for a while. Give it a Titans, baby. Tighten up over those over the Steelers. Ooh. Snow, who you got? Uh, this this one, another tough one. I mean, Steelers and Big Ben are back. They've been rolling. Literally, these are two teams that have been just rolling right now. Three and O's across the board with these guys. We may or may not get it on Monday. We may or may not get it on Tuesday. We may or may not even get it uh, for several weeks. We might get it in week seven. Uh, so this is tough. But for the sake of the record keeping right now, I'm going to to be swords up baby give me them titans titans yep tennessee all the way across the board here um 
Mostly because ESPN has been putting out their power rankings and they keep putting Pittsburgh above Seattle, which is a freaking joke. Um, <laughs> they're not better than yeah. us. Um, and so th- that's, you know, they're both 3-0. I think that Pittsburgh's had the advantage of playing some crappy teams. But let's move on. We need a score prediction on this one, boys. So remember, uh, we got the 0-3 Atlanta Falcons traveling to the 3-0 and Green Bay, Wisconsin, Lambeau Field, Green Bay Packers. Green Bay is favored by seven and a half. Over under is fifty six point five. Um, Snow, go ahead, start us out. I need a predict a score prediction on this one, please. Oh, good God! The fact that this is a <coughs> and three Atlanta Falcons and they're choking right now. Maddie Ice is not cool right now he has literally been melted into a puddle because this team is just not has not shown up for one reason for a number of reasons um i'm going with them cheese heads in the packers and give me a score of you know what history's gonna repeat itself from the last time they played, give me 34 to 20. Mm. 34 to 20. Okay, Cam. Um, Give me the Packers, and I, I believe there's a certain score limit that the Atlanta Falcons are going to hit. Uh, It'll be 30 to 26. 30 to 26, Green Bay. I'm going to go Green Bay as well. I think that Green Bay is just the better team from top to bottom. And in this one, I will go 30, 38 to 38 30 is where I'm going. 38 30. Okay, close. Okay, um, all around. Yeah. Okay, 38 30. <laughs> well, look. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for us here on the Flex Network Week in Review Show. Um, you can catch us everywhere. You, uh, let's start here. The flex network on YouTube. You can find us on Apple podcast, Spotify, any place that you find a podcast. We are on that platform, Twitter at the flex network one, um, the flex network on Facebook. Um, you can find my personal, uh, Twitter account at flex Mike 11 on Twitter. You can find cowboy cam on Facebook at cowboy cam, uh, at cowboy cam 11 on Twitter, the snowman. You can find him on Twitter, um, at flexnet underscore P W elite. Um, he will be back tomorrow evening, giving you, you, your wrestling week in review show, um, but as far as Cam, the snowman, and me, Flex Mike, we are the Flex Network. We will catch you guys later. Peace, Peace. out.